0: Recently, a friend of mine put me in contact with a paranormal investigator that specializes in shadow people. He's been investigating shadow people for close to 20 years in particular. He doesn't do paranormal investigations outside of shadow people or shadow entities. So I wanted to ask him a few questions in preparation for this video. The first thing I asked are his opinions on the Google search results for shadow people, the images in particular, and he was not impressed with most of the search results. He said 99% of what you can find online is either faked or is a misidentification of shadows or light sources. So I simply asked, what do you think these shadow people are? What are people seeing? He said, generally speaking, there's three categories of shadow people encounters. The first being hallucinations, misidentifications, and also flat-out lies and deceptions, because people like to tell ghost stories. On the more mystical or paranormal side, they could be related to jinn or ancient entities that have existed since before the time of man. The third option is connected to science itself, in the form of quantum mechanics and string theory, where there are multiple dimensions, and in those dimensions quantum mechanics allows for interdimensional travel and interdimensional entities, so in fact they could be a form of alien life form that precipitates out into our four-dimensional world. At this point in the conversation he mentioned he had a system of categorizing these shadow entities and I was very much intrigued and he explained to me this system and I asked would I be able to present this system of classification in this particular video and fortunately I got permission to do that so let's talk about this interesting way of categorizing and characterizing the encounters people have with shadow people first let's explain the characteristics the first characteristic are the levels of observation level one would be peripheral view seeing a shadowy shapeless form either flittering by or standing and dissipating when viewed directly level two direct field of view observations dark gray or black formless shapes or dissipating smoky fogs viewed directly that defy light sourcing and logic level two shadow people would appear to be semi-translucent they tend to be smaller shapeless forms versus the larger level three entities level three shadow people are a static force or mass visible in your direct field of view with a defined human and in some cases animal shape they're either hovering slowly or standing and walking capable of very quick movement as needed they are light absorbing And still in some cases cast a shadow. At level 4 the engagements or experiences with shadow people tend to be much more violent and intimidating. These include the red-eyed entities. They have defined physical mass. They are light absorbing and or shadow casting. They have direct field of vision. They have orange red ocular regions. They are reactive, fear generating, and fear feeding shadows. At the extreme levels you have the level 5 shadow person It's capable of violent, forceful, and dangerous activity. They are a full form entity, quite large and powerful. They can generate cataplexy, which is a form of paralysis from terror. Capable of intense physical force, there is a demonic potential to them not always including the red eyes but in most cases red-eyed entities constitute the majority of level five shadows. While it's been quite easy for skeptics to dismiss the one-on-one encounters with a single witness it becomes much more complicated when multiple witnesses experience these entities in broad daylight. To help us get a clearer perception of the witness accounts, it's important that we understand the location and the type of experience. A Type A experience would take place in the home and more specifically in the bedroom. It's one of the most common sightings and it constitutes all potential levels of shadow entity. In these locations, they tend to be in the corner of a room or they'll be at the foot of a bed and in some cases they'll be seen crawling along the walls or standing outside the hallway peering into a bedroom. In less extreme cases you may be sitting on your living room couch watching television and notice some sort of movement out of the corner of your eye. You may also see areas of a room that seem to be foggy or hazy and in some cases you'll see the actual shadow itself. They tend to be very quick moving and they don't stay in place for very long. The much less frequent and less common experience is the Type B experience, which is a transient visitation where you'll see an isolated spirit that's migrating from one location to another, in some cases passing through a yard or walking through your house. They tend to be less reactive and they don't usually end up bothering humans. It seems to be that they are going about their own business, so to speak. One of the least common spirit entity sightings is connected to omens or preceding specific events, sometimes tragic but not in all cases. These constitute the Type C experience and have been known to include hellhounds, robe figures, and other dark entities, acting as some form of warning Once the event or the tragic incident has occurred, these spirits, these dark entities, tend to dissipate. A much more personal and sometimes troubling event are the stalking type experiences. A type D experience is usually visible only to the subject. It can be witnessed outdoors during the night or the day and seems to be interdependent of any sort of light source. Stalking shadow entities can shift from one extreme to another. They can become very angry, very violent, or they can become less extreme, and in some cases dissipating altogether. Despite being able to stalk you in your bedroom, much like a Type A experience, they differ in the fact that they tend to stalk you outside of your residence, even into your place of work, and in most cases, as mentioned previously, they are only visible to you. The fifth type of experience, a Type E experience, has to do with a static shadow tied to an area. In most cases, this is considered a haunting shadow connected to graveyards, ruins, tragic scenes, war zones, and other isolated regions. They draw their energy from the location and or its past history. Let's take a moment to just remind people that not every shadow that you see darting across the room is a shadow person or a shadow entity. Not everything that goes bump in the night while you're sleeping is paranormal in nature. Competent paranormal investigators will always seek a logical answer before jumping to a paranormal conclusion. In fact, it's important to understand that most of the things that we encounter in life that appear to be inexplicable are in most cases explainable through scientific or logical observations. The skeptic Brian Dunning mentioned Shadow People in one of his podcasts, and near the end of that he stated, "...Faith in the supernatural offers you nothing better than an implausible and ignorant supposition that stifles further understanding, while the willingness to accept science gives you a whole universe without limits." And this is a very interesting quote. If Shadow People constitute an interdimensional being or the manifestation of some form of alien technology across dimensions. It stands to reason that theories such as the bosonic string theory with 26 dimensions in play would open up the door for the idea behind interdimensional beings being present in our daily four-dimensional world. More than likely there is currently no way to prove to somebody that shadow people exist until they see them for themselves.
1: Inside this big house on the prairie, the shadows were gathering.
2: We actually were seeing strange goings on around the house. Just things that we couldn't explain, you know, just by saying it's an old house. I woke up in the middle of the night, had a strange feeling, and I looked at the foot of my bed, and I saw a figure, a very shadowy figure. I was scared. I was inconsolably scared. I had no idea what was going on, and I couldn't even rationalize
1: why. The shadow people experience is as real as sitting in a room talking to someone or looming over the bed or leaning through the doorways. They have uh, blood red blazing eyes and they seem to elicit an unnatural fear in people. My dad told me it
2: was probably a bad dream and you know, he did the whole father make sure there was nothing in the, in the closet or under the
1: bed and told me to go back to sleep. Travis's father thought it was just a bad dream until his own horror story began. I started seeing
2: full-figure shadow people walking around the house and I didn't know what to make of it I thought maybe I was seeing things because I really didn't know how to
1: explain that as the years went by Brandon didn't want to alarm his son little did he know Travis was only barely holding the shadows at bay finally one night Travis knew he was at the crossroads.
2: It was frightening. Watch this person that you have known his whole life turn into somebody completely different. It's, it's scary. I saw the shadow again. He told me to kill you. And all of a sudden you could just see his eyes fixate. I could literally see the blood rush from his face. He became pale and he started shaking. Off in the distance, I see this shadowy figure. And I could actually see two dark figures standing there. One of them was just the faintest orange glow where his face should be. That really freaked me out. You know, this is the part in the horror movies where you do something stupid and get
1: yourself killed. I shouldn't have done this, you but gotta, I turned around and I was just angry. You're not welcome. Yo, know, this is my son. Go away! Brandon unleashed all his fury at the dark monster that had tormented his son. And I told him to go away, and they did. And in that moment, the shadows blasted through the trees. I don't think that you can ever get rid of these things.
2: You know, they're still out there. And the possibility exists that, you know, if you're not careful at any time, you could open yourself up to them.